0: Hey, Justin's dream is about to come true! He's a trainee at the police department. To become a real detective, though, he has to pass a challenge. It consists of the hardest detective riddles. And here's the first one. The police had been looking for Kyle for two days. The guy went hiking and never came back. Finally, he was found. Someone had hit him on the head and left him lying in the bushes. Kyle only managed to say, "friend" in a weak voice and lost consciousness. The police officers had three suspects, all of them Kyle's friends. Zachary said he'd spend these last days at work getting ready for a conference. Jesse told the detectives he'd sprained his ankle and had been in bed for four days. And Billy explained he'd been to New York for business. The man even showed the police officers his boarding pass. Who's behind the accident with Kyle? Justin is an attentive guy. He immediately noticed that Billy had showed just one boarding pass. Then how did he get back from New York? His story sounds fishy. Now, Justin is given a note with several numbers on it. He has to figure out the missing one. It's the code to the safe with the evidence. He needs to crack the next case. 536-53- It didn't take Justin long to understand the missing number is 7. He needed to get subsequent 536 and 537. The safe's open. Justin sees a folder with the case he needs to solve next. Mr. White, a rich businessman, disappeared from his bedroom. But he managed to leave a note. It read, The 1st of July, the 4th of January, the 1st of December, the 8th of February. The police questioned the people who were in the house at that time. Judy, Mr. White's wife, said, I'm shocked! My husband was always so careful. Sadly, I don't know anything. I was away staying at my parents'. Logan, Mr. White's secretary, told the police he had been working on the report for his boss and hadn't left his study. And Rose, Mr. White's daughter, answered, I was having guests. We didn't leave my room. The case is still unsolved. Can Justin crack it? The one behind Mr. White's disappearance is his wife. The 1st of July means the letter J, the 4th of January, U, the 1st of December, D, and the 8th of February, Y. All together, it's Judy. The next day, Justin was questioning Mary, a suspect in a tricky smuggling case. The girl refused to talk. At some moment, she shouted, Right now, I'd drown my phone in this cup filled with coffee and you'll never find out the truth. But Justin was totally unbothered by her threat. Why? The cup was filled with coffee beans. They would do no harm to the gadget. A shoe shiner was arrested and taken to the police station where Justin worked. The man was shouting he was an honest person. He cleaned people's shoes for free. His clients paid him of their own will. But Justin soon realized which trick the shoe shiner used. The man cleaned one shoe for free. Nobody wanted to look untidy in just one clean shoe, and paid him for shining the other one. Once Justin's boss called his wife and told her he'd come back home at 8 o'clock. They had no plans for the evening whatsoever. The man was at home almost on time, at 5 minutes past 8. But his wife was furious. The boss was confused. When he came to work the next day, he asked Justin to explain to him why his wife had been so angry. Justin told his boss, Well, your wife expected you to come home at 8 p.m., but you came at 8 in the morning. Justin was sent to patrol the streets. While walking, He saw a weird picture. A man went out of a house with a bucket of water, shouted, and poured this water on the sidewalk. It took Justin some time to figure out why he had done it. The man had been planning to wash his car, but while he was away, it got stolen. Once, a bank was robbed. The police suspected that one of the bank's security guards had helped the criminals. And Justin had to question three of them. The first security guard told him he had heard some shouting and rushed there. But by the time he arrived, the criminals had already been gone. The second security guard explained he had been drinking a cup of coffee at that moment and hadn't even heard anything. And the third guard said that he had run after the thieves, but he had to lace his boot. Without a second thought, he crouched near an emergency exit. At that very moment, the door opened and hit him on the head. When he came back, the criminals had been gone. Justin immediately understood which guard was guilty. Who was it? It was the third security guard. All emergency doors open outwards for safety reasons. Justin's next suspect was a young woman. The guy hadn't seen her yet, but he had her photo. When he was looking at this picture, he felt something was wrong, but couldn't figure out what exactly. Then, all of a sudden, it dawned on him. What did Justin realize? The girl was inside the house, but the door was blocked from the outside. How did she get in and out of the house? Through the second-floor window? Unlikely. A notorious criminal escaped from a 150-foot tower. Someone had managed to get him a pair of scissors and a rope. Justin found out that the rope was just 75 feet long, and the criminal had cut it in the middle. Now, the future detective needs to understand how it helped the man get away. The criminal indeed cut the rope in the middle, but not across. He made the cut along the rope, tied its two parts together, and got down to the ground without any problems. A new case for Justin. Martin bought a car in September, and now, just a month later, it's stolen. All four suspects are Martin's friends. The crime happened at 10pm on Wednesday. At that time, Alan was playing badminton in the park. Natalie was driving home from work. Roy took his cat for a walk. And Rose was doing some grocery shopping. Who was behind the car theft? Alan. It was October. At 10pm, it would be too dark to play badminton. An important document is missing. And Justin has to find it before his boss comes back from his vacation. The guy had found out only three people could take the document. At the moment when the papers disappeared, Randy was in his office, analyzing a new case. Johnny was taking a shower before his regular gym workout. And Kayla was at her firearms training. Who took the document? It was Johnny. Who takes a shower before a workout? Airport authorities suspected a gold smuggler was going to fly out from their airport. Justin was sent there to help. The suspect was stopped at the customs. But try as they might, security officers couldn't find anything suspicious in his suitcase. Just some personal belongings. They had to let the man go. But once he picked up his suitcase and started to walk away, Justin realized the man did have the gold. How did he understand it? There were just a few things in the suitcase, meaning the man had to carry it with ease. But he used both his hands to handle it. It means there must be something heavy hidden inside. Justin finished his working day and decided to drop by his favorite coffee shop. But while he was ordering his cappuccino, someone took his wallet. He only saw a man's retreating figure. Justin ran after him, but the man was already driving away in a black car. Our future detective jumped in his own car and started to follow him. He couldn't drive too fast since it was raining. In 10 minutes, the black car disappeared around the corner. When Justin got there, he saw three similar black cars parked in front of the apartment building. It didn't take him long to understand which car belonged to the thief. How did he find it out if he didn't see the man's license? The ground under the first and third cars is dry. But beneath the second car, it's wet. It means its owner has just arrived. A man came to the police station, and Justin was sent to talk to him. He claimed he had been sold a fake coin. The seller told him it was ancient, and the man believed him. But when he came home, he realized he had been fooled. Justin threw just one glance at the coin and agreed with the man. Why? The coin had a 15 BCE mark on it. But people who lived at that time couldn't know it was before the current era. Hey, dreams do come true. Justin's probation period is over, and he's now a real detective. Yep, the police found out that several criminals were going to leave the country by plane. Unfortunately, no one knew what they looked like or how big the group was. Four suspicious men were detained, and their baggage was examined. Can you figure out who is innocent? Why would a bald man need a shampoo? A supposedly blind person with a flashlight. Toothpaste without a toothbrush. It seems only the man on the left isn't a criminal. Anne invited her friends to spend a week in her house. The young people were having tons of fun. The day before they had to leave, a terrible storm started. It was pouring with rain. Strong winds were breaking trees, tearing down power lines, and causing power outages all over the place. The next morning, the weather was better. But Anne discovered that her favorite ring with a diamond her granny had left her many years ago was missing. She asked all her friends to come to the living room. I can't find one thing that's very important to me. Can you tell me what you were doing yesterday? Megan answered she spent most of the whole day in her room, reading. Walter said, I was practicing my electric guitar in the garage. Marie told Anne she didn't even know what the ring looked like. Anne knew right away who the thief was. Can you figure it out too? There was a power outage. It means Walter couldn't be playing an electric guitar. And Anne said nothing about the important thing being a ring. So how did Marie know it? Walter and Marie stole the ring together. A jewelry store manager called the police. Help! he shouted. My store has been robbed! When the officers arrived at the place, they couldn't see the man. Suddenly, they heard someone banging on the door. They didn't notice this door at first because it was hidden in the corner. When they unlocked it, they saw a man. It was the manager. Someone locked me in here! It must be one of the shop assistants! The police officers asked the man to call his employees. They were going to question them. Just a second, I can't find my phone. Ah, here it is! The manager didn't even start to dial the number before the officers arrested him. Why? If he was locked in the room and the phone was lying on the counter, how could he call the police? Police detective Thomas Davis was walking along the street on a winter evening. Suddenly, he saw a person in a black mask sneaking out of a house through the window. They were carrying two large bags. The detective realized it was a burglar. He ran after the stranger, but they turned the corner and disappeared. Thomas understood the criminal had hidden in one of these houses. But which one? It can't be the house on the left. There are too many people inside. There are no footprints in the snow leading to the house on the right. It means no one has been there for quite some time. Which leaves us with the house in the middle. Nathan sneaked out of the house late in the evening to meet his girlfriend. The teenager thought he was extremely careful and quiet. But his whole family knew about his plan. They were aware the guy would return at midnight. They decided to make a bet. The one who would see Nathan first when the guy started climbing the fence would be the winner. No chores for them for one week. Not to fall asleep, Nathan's dad switched on the TV. The teen's grandfather settled in the living room to read a book. The grandmother went to the kitchen to make pizza. And Nathan's mom went to her room, sat down on the floor, and started to meditate. Who's going to be the first to spot Nathan when the time comes? Nathan's mom Her eyes will be used to the darkness, and she will see better than the others. A family with two teenage children went on vacation to the seaside. They lived in a small bungalow almost right on the beach. Everything was great, at first. But two days after their arrival, the younger son went missing. The police had four suspects. They invited the guy's family to look at them. Maybe they could recognize someone. The teenager's mother didn't need more than a glance before she knew who was behind her son's disappearance. Who was it? It's the man wearing the missing guy's baseball cap. Carl, an heir to a giant fortune, was found unconscious during a wild party. His sister, Sarah, stumbled across him in the bathroom. The guy was lying on the floor, barely alive. Sarah immediately called the ambulance and police. Carl was taken to a hospital. Doctors saved his life, but the guy was still unconscious. He couldn't talk. When the police questioned Sarah, she told him that her brother had felt unwell. He went to the bathroom to freshen up. After some time, she heard some noise and went to check on him. Carl must have slipped and hit his head on the sink. After the police officers heard this story, the sister got arrested right away. Why? For one thing, it happened during a loud party. How could the girl hear any suspicious noise? Carl was also lying too far away from the sink, which was on the other side of the bathroom. Boy, with a sister like that! Look at this picture and try to figure out who is from the future. Well, I'm pretty sure there were no flashlights in the Stone Age. All the people working in the office, Janice, Brian, Teresa, Sean, and Roy, used the fridge in the kitchen to store their lunch. On Friday, Janice opened the fridge to get her bacon and cheese sandwich she brought from home. But it wasn't there. Someone had eaten her lunch. Who was it? Well, it couldn't be Brian. There's a wet umbrella near his desk. He has just come in. Teresa is a vegan. She eats neither cheese nor bacon. Roy is on a diet, and such a sandwich is by no means light food. This means Sean was the one who stole Janice's sandwich. You bad boy. When Joe came to work, he saw his safe was open. All the money and important documents were gone. He immediately called his friend, Detective Callum. When the man arrived, Joe told him, I think it was one of my employees. They must have borrowed my key and opened the safe. Callum questioned the three people who worked for Joe. Wayne said, I don't even know what the safe looks like. And, of course, I don't know which key opens it. Austin said, I'm Joe's assistant. I do have the second key to the safe, but I was on holiday and just returned. And Julia just said, I can't prove it, but I didn't do it. Who's Lying? Wayne. No one told him the safe could be opened with a key, not a combination lock. Then how did he know? Someone stole several expensive t-shirts in a designer clothing store. The manager told the security guard he had half an hour to find the thief. If you don't make it in time, you'll be fired! The guard rushed to watch the CCTV footage. Luckily, he managed to figure out who the thief was before his time ran out. And do you know who it was? It's the man in the dark blue sweater. His belly miraculously became larger after he spent some time in the store. He must be hiding the t-shirts under his sweater. Look at this picture and try to understand what's wrong here. the reflection in the mirror is all wrong. Terry was sailing around the world when his yacht got caught in a terrible storm. At one moment, the guy hit his head against the mast and lost consciousness. When he came around, he was on a beach. Unfriendly-looking locals had gathered around. Soon, Terry figured out they really didn't like strangers. They offered the guy three options. To send him to a cave filled with tarantulas, throw him into a pit swarming with yellow scorpions, or make him meet hungry lions. What should Terry choose to survive? He should opt for tarantulas. These creatures look terrifying, but they are mostly harmless to humans. Mostly. Captain Jack was a feared pirate who had robbed thousands of ships. He did it with the help of just one small trick. It allowed him to approach any ship from any country close enough to board it. What was this trick? Captain Jack had a collection of flags from different countries. Instead of using Jolly Roger, the fearsome black flag, he raised the flag of the country the ship was from. It got him immediate access. In what situation do you have more chances to survive? If you're falling from a 10-story building, or if you come across several scary snakes that look unfriendly? The snakes might not be venomous. Then they won't cause you any harm. But if you're falling from a big height... Well, only a miracle can... Nah, nothing's gonna save you. Bye-bye.